Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Today we are in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, and we are talking to Jesse Zener. And Jesse, please tell everybody exactly where we are and what what this shop is, because it's so many things, and I think it's so many things to so many people. Explain what the Greenhouse on Porter actually is. The Greenhouse on Porter is a coffee, biscuit, and beer shop. Um, we bake biscuits every day, fresh from scratch, and serve pour over coffee and have beer and a place for people to come together. Um, we offer events um, from yoga to poetry readings to music, like concerts and art shows, all sorts of things. Just Let's start with your biscuits. Okay. Explain your biscuits to everybody because these aren't your mama's biscuits. No, well they start out like your mama's biscuits. Um, we do have regular biscuits, which are the traditional biscuits, and then we have sweet potato biscuits and then every day we do a sweet and savory biscuit um, based on whatever's in season and what's available. Um, today's biscuit is a carrot and cumin seed biscuit with uh, curried okra and um, a little bit of yogurt. And then the sweet biscuit is a ginger biscuit with apples and fluff. Which sounds amazing, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Thanks. So here you have, I mean, you're, call, you're called the greenhouse because there is a nursery here. Mm -hmm. And what do you grow in the nursery, and why do you grow it? Um, in our nursery, we basically just grow plants. We have a, <laughs> just whatever's pretty right now. Um, we're not allowed to really use the anything that we grow in there in our food because of the health department. But um, we just plant flowers. People have brought us house plants and donations and like pass along plants. Um, when people move, they bring us their old house plants that they don't want to just throw out. And so we just kind of have a collection of plants growing and growing wild in there. It's, Kind of fun. So what would you say your passion is? Um, I think my passion is uh, to make, just in general making. It makes me really happy to have something, a finished product at the end of the day, or in this case, you know, 200 finished biscuits in the end of the morning. Um, it feels really good to make things that make people happy and to bring people together. Um, yeah. When did that start for you? Do you can you think back? and say, you know, I became passionate about this and really made this kind of my purpose. Biscuits were kind of a new thing about two years ago, but I've always been a maker. Um, from the time I was a little kid, I've always been a maker and entrepreneur. I used to go sell um, toilet paper at, <laughs> this sounds funny, at um, Auburn football games. After the football games, they roll Tumor's Corner. And so I would take a wagon down there and I would like use food coloring and things and tried to dye the toilet paper, which just turned into mush, but people thought it was really cute and I would go sell it. And so it's just kind of like this interaction with people um, and making things and getting out there and hustling. So how do you think what you're doing here in your shop fits in with the community here? Because, you know, we've spoken to a couple people in the community. Everybody knows what you're doing here. Mm -hmm. People 
come here for specific purposes and, and community is part of that. Oh, community is definitely part of that. Um, and when we came up with the idea, we wanted a space and we wanted, we wanted to make a place that wasn't just one thing. Um, community, you know, you can't, you can't have a business without community. You can't have anything without community. So why not just embrace it and focus the business on the community? Um, we wanted to talk about, um, or we wanted to really see if we could make a business that was community focused where we offered things that for free even like um, we have music that's free we, we do things that just bring people together that's not late night that families can come to and you know it's just it makes everybody happy our biscuits and coffee are our bread and butter you know they're basic basis for the business but really I think it's people coming together and coming up with ideas and meeting new friends and you know, all that good stuff that happens here that really makes this place what it is. Now, the stickers that say mm -hmm. everybody. Mm -hmm. um, somebody told me about that earlier this morning, and then we stopped downtown mm -hmm. on Government Street yeah. and, and saw that sticker on, on the front door yeah. of an establishment. Can you tell everybody what that was all about? Um, a few months ago, maybe even not that long ago, um, Mississippi's legislature passed... HB 1523, I believe, I always get the numbers confused, but it basically gave businesses and employers and doctors and pretty much everybody the right to discriminate against homosexuals or people of alternate lifestyles, including heterosexuals, people, heterosexuals one, having premarital sex. So like, if you go to a doctor, they could refuse to treat you if you weren't in an emergency situation, if you know you got pregnant from not being married you know so like the implications on everybody everybody in the state were there and the bigger implications of discrimination against people of the LGBT community was just horrible so we created a sticker saying that we our business does not discriminate and we made it so that everyone could have it um, it's a dollar a sticker and the proceeds, we aren't keeping the profits, the proceeds are going to um, South Mississippi AIDS Outreach and the Equal Rights Campaign. And it's just a black and white sticker yeah. that just says everybody. Everyone. And so it's just, it's just, Everyone. you know, something simple, something we didn't want to be, you know, mean or argumentative with people. We just wanted to let people know that they were welcome. Very nice. So it says mm -hmm. everyone, because mm -hmm. for some reason I thought everybody. <laughs> okay, got it. Um, so what challenges? have you had living your passion? Um, honestly, the biggest challenge has been overcoming my own fears. Because in reality, there hasn't been that many challenges here. I mean, other, day, other than day-to-day -day challenges that you face anywhere at work, um, our biggest challenges have been really like overcoming fear, learning that we could trust ourselves, learning we could trust our guts. And I, I say us, I mean me and my business partner, Kate, who couldn't be here today. Um, but it's, that's the hardest thing, I think. So you learn that you can like do whatever you want. It takes a lot of courage, I think, to like, or a lot of guts to get there. And it, I think that was the hardest thing to learn. So what advice would you give people about that? Um, you know, when we were starting this, we kept looking for reasons that things that were going to stop us and I, I would just say keep going until you find something that stops you I mean like don't let yourself be the thing that stops you like 
give your, like find all the obstacles in your way and just keep knocking them off because most likely nobody's going to stop you. What did you learn about yourself through all of this? Um, <laughs> I, I learned that I had a lot to learn um, about people because I've never worked in an environment where I've never had employees. I've never really worked in an environment like this. Um, and I've really learned how to work with somebody else. Um, my business partner, we, you know, it took, we've only knew each other for about a month before we opened. And I think that process of getting to know each other, I think that's taught us a lot about ourselves and how to work together and know who we are and know who the other people are and accept everybody. You know, it's just kind of that kind of learning to be open to other things other than what's in your brain. To get people to act, you know, I'm, I'm always saying they need to envision something first, like kind of wear it a little bit before mm -hmm. they, they do anything else, and then explore what it would take to actually make it happen, mm -hmm. and then execute a plan, take that first step. So what kind of advice would you give my audience on that front? On how to plan and take your first step? Yeah, like just dreaming and then going for it. Yeah, I, I think you just, like you said, I think you would... Um, I think you come up with an idea, and you know the outcome's not going to be like what you think it is, but just start moving forward. Um, get your ducks in a row, obviously. Make sure you have enough money to support yourself. Make sure you're not putting yourself in jeopardy, but just move forward. That, like, I think that thinking that your plan is the actual blueprint to what's actually going to be built is probably the biggest obstacle because it won't be. Nothing will be like what you think it is, and it'll probably be way better. Um, just kind of keep going and accept speed bumps and get over them and I mean if you're moving forward you're making progress if you're not making progress then or if you're not moving forward then that's when you really worry what were you doing before you started doing this um, I was designing houses <laughs> and how has your life changed oh it's so much better uh, I think I like being around people designing houses is such a kind of solitary job for the most part you interact with your clients but this is I wake up and I even if I'm on wake up on the wrong side of the bed I'm like oh I get to make biscuits today okay this is good and then I get up here and I make biscuits and I'm like I'm gonna make people happy today I'm gonna give them something yummy to eat you know like something good and nourishing have you ever thought about marketing your biscuits uh, to like a like bigger like like I mean like you know taking orders and shipping them type of I don't know this <laughs> not isn't, really this isn't my field you you may end up doing that one day maybe I you know and Kate and I I think we both like growing the business we both liked the creative problem solving and like the adventure of coming up with something new and making it happen and so you know I I would probably see us more in the future of starting something else you know the next project we kind of always talk about what's the next project what's the next project so I think like this growing these kind of businesses at work is probably what we'll end up doing you never know you could sell some of your recipes <laughs> well we have it for free on um, on a or not for free a dollar on a postcard so oh, that's a, you can that's take a, a biscuit start. recipe home with you. That's a good start. Thank you so much Thank for talking you. with us. How can people look you up online? Um, we're at the green, greenhouseonporter.com um, or on Facebook under Greenhouse and Porter. Um, that's pretty much it. Right. And it's Greenhouse. Greenhouse. On Porter. On Porter. Which is the name of the street you're on. Yes. Just makes it kind of so easier So we're for in the Greenhouse on Porter. Right. Exactly. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along. Oh, 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 oh. And the world keeps